0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It! at the Round Table where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing one of Anna's favorite movies of all time, called The Age of Adeline. This movie is kind of sci-fi meets vintage meets, not time travel, but sort of, and it's one of my personal favorites. I also really, I don't know, I resonate with the lead female actress, not in certain ways, but I totally get her thought process, which I can't really say for a lot of female characters in film. But anyway, this is the story of Adeline Bowman, who was born in 1908 on January 1st, and lived her life quite normally. She grew up in San Francisco. She ended up marrying an engineer who died in a tragic accident about eight years after their daughter was born. That next year she was in a car accident and got basically her body temperature dropped and then her car was hit by lightning after she had died for two minutes. She came back and suddenly stopped aging. This caused her a great deal of trouble. It made it so that she could not stay in one place for over a decade after the 60s because she was worried people could maybe run tests on her, um, try to figure out why she didn't age. We meet her in about 2013-2014 and she is in San Francisco working at the library as a historical archivist, apparently. She then decides to go out for a nice evening with a friend who is a pianist. And the friend is playing at a hotel that she went to back in like the 40s. And there's a picture of her on the wall back in the 40s when she's there with a couple of her friends. And she's kind of sitting there on new years thinking you know the the joys of immortality really aren't that joyful i mean i've always thought people who say oh it'd be nice to live forever don't really know what that means i mean you have to see everyone you know and care about at least the first time around pass away you have to watch tremendous changes It's not something I would ever envy anyone for immortality. I mean, there's a lot of things I can see liking, but immortality is not one of them. And I think Adeline, as she's there at the the party, realizes yet again that she's on her own because she can't see how to build a life with other people in it other than her daughter and make it work with the fact that she doesn't age at all she just looks 29 in perpetuity so what happens is while she's at this party she sees this guy across the room from her and she kind of does a double take she then ends up going out to the elevator to leave and the guy follows her and basically starts up a conversation and i think again one of the reasons i like this show is because even though it's a rom-com the people are attracted to one another for more interesting reasons than most people are attracted to one another. I'm just saying. But anyway, as they're going down on the elevator, he basically says, you know, what's your name? And she says, well, my name is Ginny. And he says, like, like the poem. And he says, well, my name's Ellis. And she says, like an island. And he says, no man is. And basically they kind of have this little tête-à-tête on the elevator and by the end of it, he's trying to figure out if he can continue the conversation. She says, no, I'm I'm leaving now. And it's not entirely appropriate. I will be the first to admit, this is not a G-rated show. There are certain parts you might want to skip with the kiddies. You guys use your judgment on that. I don't see anything terribly inappropriate. Although there are a couple scenes I'm like, I probably wouldn't watch that with the young ones, younglings, as they say. But anyway, she ends up leaving. And the next day at work she finds out that Mr. Jones has donated $50,000 of his personal library books to the library that are first editions and Mr. Jones walks in and happens to be Ellis and Ellis tries to get her to take the books so he can get a picture of her for the newspaper and also just to kind of give her a little bit of um, what would you say flirt with her which doesn't work too well because Adeline hates pictures for obvious reasons and he says okay if you won't do a picture you have to go on a date with me and she says I don't want to go on a date with you so this is not happening he says well then I won't donate the books and so she ends up agreeing to go on a date with him and they go to basically a dig where they find an old boat that has been unearthed because San Francisco is built on top of them because they didn't want to move them so kind of interesting little tidbit there but anyway, as they come out from the dig, she says that she has to go back to work because she only gets an hour of lunch. And he says that if she laughs as a joke, then he gets to take her on another date. And she's like, this, this isn't going to happen. And he tells, like, the worst joke in the century. And she laughs because it's so bad, not because it's so good. And because of that, she ends up going on another date with Alice. Ellis then invites her over for dinner at his place, which is a gutted apartment floor. I don't know what you want to call it. It's an interesting modern building that has a kitchen, at least. We know that much. A sofa and a bed. And that's kind of all we know about Ellis' apartment because it's dark. There's not a lot of lighting. And Ellis is working on it on his own because even though he's like a billionaire, He likes to do things on his own and help with nonprofits. That's kind of his deal. Because he developed an algorithm for weather patterns that could also be used to predict the stock market. So anyway, Ellis and her talking. After dinner, they watch some um, seniors that are at a dance class because that's what his living room view is, which is kind of a neat scene. At the end of it... Adeline asks Ellis, as he's trying to be romantic with her, to tell her one thing that she can hold on to. And he says, well, I think the one thing you can hold on to is you've got to let go. And I think it's at that point that she falls for Ellis. Anyway, and I think, you know, Adeline's one of those characters that, yes, she maybe fell for Ellis quickly. But I don't think Adeline falls for people easily. I mean, as her story unfolds, you find out she really only fell for one other guy after her husband passed away. And that's like, you know, a hundred year lifespan. So I'm just saying, you know, she didn't really fall for too many people. But anyway, the story progresses. Adeline completely freaks out because her her dog passes away. She realizes she doesn't know how to balance her romantic life with her moving to Oregon, trying to deal with the fact that she doesn't age. She doesn't know how to, you know, talk about this with Alice. This isn't really your average soup and pie question, as they say in Finding Forrester. You know, it's one of those conundrums. So she ends up basically just shutting Alice out. And as she's packing things up with her daughter, she says, you know, I I really like this person, but I, I told them to go away because I just couldn't handle this. And her daughter says, you know what? You don't have to be alone. Her daughter's like 70 or 80 now. And, you know, Adeline is about 100, but doesn't look it. And her daughter's like, you know, you don't have to be alone, Adeline. You don't have to, you know, keep shutting people out because you're worried the age thing is going to be a problem. You can go to the guy that you liked and say, I'm sorry, I screwed this up because I was scared of everything that could happen and you know I think relationships are tricky things I think anyone who sits there and goes oh relationships come with nothing to worry about is maybe you know I don't know had a little bit of a happy pill that day because I'm going you know anyone who is halfway a thinking linear person has to look at it and go if you trust someone enough to be in a relationship even for a short time And you are a logical, linear person, that takes a lot of trust on both parties. You have to believe that, you know, you have to believe that the universe is going to work out. And some of us have a much better time of doing that than others, I'm just saying. And Adeline, I totally get what she's sitting there doing because she's going, you know, how do I juggle the fact that I will always look 29? And Ellis, you know, he's in his 30s now, but. As he ages, how is he going to deal with that? How are we going to build a life together? It, it doesn't, it's not going to work. However, she takes her daughter's advice and goes and tells Ellis that she was sorry that she shut him out. And she takes him to an old drive-in movie theater building that had fluorolimicent lights installed to look like the Constellations. And she basically decides she's going to try this with Ellis, and Ellis talks her into going to visit his parents for their 40th wedding anniversary. So they get in the sob, they drive like maniacs because Adeline is a crazy driver, and they make it to Ellis's parents' home. When they do, Ellis's father sits there and basically is stunned because. Uh, 50 years before, he was the other guy that Adeline almost married. I, yeah, it's, it's awkward. It, yeah, it kind of is awkward. Uh, Adeline had no idea that Alice was William's, um, son. And so she's sitting there going, um, I'm, I'm not Adeline. I'm Jenny Adeline's daughter. Adeline died six years ago. I'm so sorry, but yes. And William is sitting there going, I know in my mind that this cannot possibly be Adeline or Della, but this looks just like Della. It seems just like Della. It talks. It walks. It is just like Della. This is too weird. So basically, William spends a whole night awake trying to figure out how in the world things can be this way. The next day, he sees that Adeline has a cut on her hand. This throws him back in time to when he was with Adeline, she cut her, her hand on a branch of a tree when they were hiking. He stitched it up for her, and they got the one picture that he had of her. He ends up marching over to Adeline later that day, as soon as he finds the picture and going, I know who you are, Adeline. I know you're not, Ginny. I would just like to know the truth. I would like to know why you stood me up all those years ago and why you, you know, haven't aged. This is weird. And she's like, I don't know why I haven't aged. And I stood you up because I didn't know how to deal with this with you back, you know, 50 years ago when I knew that I wasn't going to age and I liked you, you liked me. and. It hurt like hell but i still broke it off because i couldn't figure out how to balance that and william sits there and goes i think i know how it felt because i went through the same thing 50 years ago but don't do that to ellis don't run because you're scared of what could be and it's at that point that adeline runs she gets in the sob she tells ellis she can't explain on a piece of paper and she just drives off. However, she stops the car on the way home to her apartment and calls her daughter and says, you know what, I'm done running. So she gets ready to turn her car around and as she does so, she is hit by a truck which totals the car. She is thrown from it into the ditch and the truck driver just leaves. Ellis comes up sees that she's hurt tries to do cpr they do a defibrillator on her it brings her back she ends up at the hospital and she tells ellis that um her name isn't jenny and she really does like him and she needs to explain what's going on then adeline's daughter comes in and is really worried because her mom's in the hospital bed and everything's you know really stressful and she says, I'm, I'm, I'm Ginny's, uh, I'm Ginny's grandmother. And <laughs> Alice is looking at her going, I thought you were Adeline's daughter. <clears throat> and Adeline looks at her daughter and goes, I- it's okay, Fleming, I told him it's okay. And I think that scene is one of my favorites for many, many different reasons, but I think There are several scenes in this show that I really like. I like that, yes, there is passion. Yes, there is romance. But also, they're a quirky couple, Ellis and Adeline. They go out for very unusual dates that most people wouldn't go out on. They have interesting conversation. And I gotta check my Alaskan salmon here because I completely forgot and I'm smelling it. I'm trying to be healthy peeps if anyone has any tips on how to cook salmon so it does not smell up the house like um i don't know salmon um i would be open to please drop me a line at um roses of the snow at gmail.com and i kind of singe the salmon okay and i just turn it off i think it'll be fine i have a nice crisp scent okay but anyway i think this last scene is my favorite because, I guess it's the second to last scene, but I or third to last. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, but I love how Adeline finally lets someone know that she cares about them because she knows that it's going to maybe be difficult, but it will be okay. And also, I love the relief of Adeline's daughter when she's like, finally mom is trusting someone after over a hundred years and letting them into her life and being a part of their life. And I really like that kind of connection. I think if there's one thing that is kind of lacking in today's world, it's that, you know, everyone talks about romance and passion and all that. And I'm not saying that there's anything bad with romance and passion and all that. I think, you know, that's good. But To see a couple that have similar interests, that can have fascinating conversations, I think is really, really cool. I think it's one of the reasons that I like this show so much is because they do have really interesting conversations. And also, I have to admit, the clothes are not not too shabby on Adeline. I mean, those are really cool vintage 1940s and 30s and 20s dresses. But yeah, okay anyway, but, um, there is more true life than clothes, but I'm just saying, they've got some really cool clothes in this one, but I think that this scene is my favorite, because you get to see Adeline tell Alice, you know, it's, I do, I wish she won me, <laughs> da as they say in Re-Bet-Solo. but anyway, but, um, also, you get to see, her daughter see Adeline finally be able to trust. And I think that is a really cool scene. This show ends with Adeline a year later in New York city with Ellis, with her clothes. She has this whole room full of vintage clothes. I'm like, Oh, I just want the room. And anyway, Fleming is there spending the night with the new puppy. And as Adeline gets ready to leave. She stops in front of a mirror to grab her camera because she's taking pictures again, and she realizes she has a gray hair, because when the defibrillator hit her heart, it restarted the plasticity of her cells, and voila, she is aging again. And this is a relief to Adeline. She's glad to be aging and she's um Alice says are you okay is everything all right and she says it's perfect and I think that's kind of true because everyone's like oh if we could just stay young forever and I'm like you know I'm in my 30s now barely and I'm like I'm so glad to be in my 30s if someone had asked me wouldn't you like to stay in your 20s or your teens?" I would have said hell no and I don't swear ever but I'm like I am so much more comfortable with who I am in my 30s. It's like I finally fit into the coat that I was given. And it's fabulous. And it swishes. And it, it's nice. And I think, you know, every age is perfect as we adjust to it. And I think that's what I like best about the age of Adeline is it shows that there is beauty not in staying forever young. But there is beauty in being able to change and age with grace. Plus, they have some nice little sci-fi tidbits throughout, which if you're into that, this is totally going to be up your alley. But that is my review of The Age of Adeline. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend this film. If you like sci-fi, if you like intelligent rom-coms with a bit of British flavor. Yes, there we go this is going to be totally for you. So anyway, I can just see, you know, Masterpiece Theater, the little smoke green jackets. I've always thought it'd be fun to have one of those. I now have a chair, kind of like Masterpiece Theater, although he never was in that chair that they always joke about him being in. So I don't know why they did that with Alistair Cook. But anyway, moving on. This is my review of The Age of Adeline. Check it at the round table. Bye!